We are back. It's been too long. I feel like it's been weeks. <laughs> and season one, we wanted to say first, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Mm-hmm. And now coming back to listen to season two, mm-hmm. we have a lot to talk about. We mm-hmm. actually, I think we really worked hard to figure out this season and make sure like it was applicable not only to us but like just understanding where so many people like us some topics i think that they would understand mm-hmm. and they would like um, some relevant <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you know we're gonna get into it and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think they see this coming i don't yeah i shots will be fired and i am ready <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah let's just get into it we know we want to talk about a little bit about what this season's going to be about and i i'm excited i'm excited to to uncap a lot of stuff yes yes (laughs) so in this season um we're wanting to talk uh, we want to talk um and have some conversations surrounding um dismantling expectations and so we are going to cover that um under the umbrella or under some examples of that would be um, conversations surrounding race, um, culture, womanhood, education, church, adulting, all the things. Because we we recognize that there are a lot of expectations that seem to um, define how we should operate, how we should experience these different parts of our lives. And um, dismantling them is such a beautiful opportunity of rega- of gaining back power and gaining back understanding and creating awareness for us of how we can maneuver through life um, in a powerful way and an efficient way and that feels authentic to us. So we are all about empowering individual voices and helping to define um, what is important to us and we're just going to have some conversations surrounding these topics and I hope that y'all enjoy um, what we have to share. It's going to be honest conversation. It's going to be honest, <laughs> open, and listen, transparent. On, on this season, y'all going to listen to us on a weekly basis and be like, mm, they woke up this morning and chose violence. <laughs> they really did. Yes. Um, but these are important things to talk about. Um, so as usual, we often start with a quote that like stood out to us. Um, Gailis and I are in a PhD program, and one of our... Uh, classmates Beth Hool. We were in a meeting recently and she said, there's often a level of I don't know and maybe it's healthy to always feel a bit of that. So let me give some context. We're talking about our experiences as therapists and just the fact that there's some things that we navigate that we are often unsure about. And so she was saying that basically like to some degree um, she was suggesting, I guess, like it's healthy and helpful to have some level of I don't know within our like our context, our way of thinking and all of that. And I think that's one of the places where we often feel uncomfortable because it doesn't necessarily fit the expectation. And that's in all things. We often feel this pressure to be at a certain place of progression or to be there by a certain time. There's often so many like we're talking about expectations um, around like how we approach life, how we approach work, how we approach school and whether there be expectations uh, externally or internally, they are definitely felt. And so one of these main ways that we feel it in general that we think everyone can relate to is adulting. 
adulting has become a term that I, when did this start like the last five years i feel like this word came on the scene of adulting I feel like for me i've heard it only within like the last three four years like yeah oh, you've definitely to, been at college you have yeah. to start adulting <laughs> yes yeah. yes but the, i think the weird thing is nobody ever defined the word for me no. but every adult knows what adulting is yeah and they it's always say it ghetto yeah <laughs> it is it's ghetto <laughs> It's ghetto. It it really is. Um, for those who are not um, maybe most uh, excited by the term ghetto, it's it's just not what we prefer to do. Adulting highlights a lot of the responsibilities and the uh, the weight of this stage of life. Highly, though, what we've been thinking about and talking about is that a lot of this involves the way somehow that we are socialized to be like, even like we just said, right. There's no specific definition of adulting. So how did we figure out what adulting is? That's true. How did we figure out what falls under this category? And I think part of that is like by definition, right? Like within the definition, it is doing what it does within the definition of trying to figure out what adulting is. We have expectations that are set of what adulting is, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, yeah, I think it even ties into a lot of what we've been talking about in the last season concerning um, even parts of imposter syndrome and really trying to figure out, like, where do I stand in all of this? Mm -hmm. It's what's interesting for me, too, with adulting is how much it's such an evolving experience in that, at least for me, um, when I think about adulting and how... I might set expectations or feel expectations of me when it comes to adulting. It feels different with different milestones that I'm making. So adulting after graduating, adulting after um, leaving home, adulting when I need to now make purchases or I need to like manage my health. It's just so many different milestones I think are a huge part of what the adulting experience looks like. And they all begin to inform who we are in some aspects, but at the same time, add, also add unnecessary pressures. Yes. And so I think that's what we want to get into a little bit of a more conversation about is talking about the expectations that are um, attached to adulting as Daniil's um, making reference to. Um, and so, you know, to the question, you know, how have y'all kind of defined for yourselves maybe what adulting is? Is it something that feels intimidating? Is it something that you've kind of taken it by its horns and you're like, I'm here. <laughs> you know, how have you how have you engaged with the whole concept of adulting? Well, you know, I thought I was taking it by the horns, but every time I think that, it just slapping me. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll I guess I'll answer your question with a question. Cause I'm okay. like, I asked myself, who said or who's putting this pressure on me to think that I have to reach these certain levels? by this time because i think that's what adulting has been for me mm-hmm. i it's been putting these expectations that i have to have this done i should be at this point and i'm like who who put that on me mm-hmm. and i think most of the times it's been me and society um societal expectations mm-hmm. i think has been putting that 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 pressure on me to be like i need to finish this or i need to have this done or i need to have these things accomplished by this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That though sometimes feels like a catch 22, right? Because there are things in life that we should have done by a certain oh, time. Oh yes. So I, I <laughs> like, I'm making it clear that like, it's not like, Oh, I have the rest of my life to figure out where I'm going to live. Like this needs to be figured out at a certain time. But at the same time, yes, there is that place of like, 
this timing. I remember it was like three years ago. I went to um, one of my mentors in the area, Don, and I was like, I have a question. You're an adult, right? Like, how do I know that I have hit adulthood? Like, and obviously I'm grown. But I was like, how do I know that I'm adult? Like, when do you know? When do you cross the threshold of like, okay, I am now like full on adults, not just young adult, but like not just emerging adult where I'm trying to figure out and, you know, making mistakes. But how do I know that I've hit the thing? Um, she turned it into a joke and <laughs> talked about basically when there's no one to like do the things that she won't do when mm. there's no one. She was, she made a joke about like something about being at home and when her son dropped something and she had to pick it up and she's like, Oh, there's no one like, there's no one else to pick it up if I don't do it. But I think to some extent that is what adulting is in the real world is like when I hit the place where I have nobody to call on to do the thing, there's no one who's going to go shopping for me or make the appointment for me or pay my bills for me or whatever. Like when I am responsible for doing the things, all of the things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, for me, as I think about what the experience of adulting looks like and how I've kind of defined it for myself, um, I just think about increased responsibility um, that is, and the increase is like me doing, me taking on more of the responsibility instead of somebody else um, taking, making the decisions for me. So where I felt more comfortable and every time I was in the, and I mean, I still do this from time to time, but it's okay. I would feel some type of way, you know, some, I would like question myself sometimes when I go in the store, right? I'm getting medication and I call my parents and I'm like, so mommy, you think this, like, this could work? <laughs> so I remember we in a whole different country. She don't know what my symptoms really looking like. She ain't know. <laughs> She's not a doctor. <laughs> but I have like this trust of my parents. And sometimes I feel like there's this expectation that you have to do adulting alone. Oh, and hmm. you have to do it without wait. the covering of wait, the wait, 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 that changes. I don't want to cut your point, but I think, I think, yeah. I think that changes the game. It mm-hmm. does. Because every time I think about adulting, it's me, solely me, doing yeah. all the things. It's mm-hmm. never me with help. Because yes. I don't, I'm like, yeah. I should be independent, which I'm shoulding, I'm saying all the shoulds, <laughs> but I should be independent. I should be able to do this. I should be able to buy that. I should yeah. be able, I never go into it with like, oh, I could also get help. Mm-hmm. That, that I think for me, I think for, for me though, it, within myself, like I've told myself that I am adulting when I do it alone. Like mm-hmm. when I do it with people, I'm no longer adulting. Yeah. I am being childlike, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I am able to handle the things on my own, then like you've reached it. Like mm-hmm. goal met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is changing the game. You can continue your point. But well, this is just. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, because I, I was like, not actually, my wheels are yeah. turning. And I think, yeah. honestly, I think that's something that's kind of given me some liberation thinking that way. And I'm, I'm, I'm still walking in it. You know, we're working through it. But I'm recognizing that that's an expectation that I have of myself, that I have to figure this season of my life as an adult alone. I, I, I feel like I would get, what I think the expectation I had of myself is that I would reach just like a full place of competency and a full place of like maturity once I could say to myself, I did it on my own. Look world i did it not world you know what i'm saying and i realized though that that high key was a sense it was a place of pride for me 
that oh is hikey, really kind of toxic. I don't even want to talk. You're kindly <laughs> kicking me in my talk. stomach over and over again. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about pride on you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of use it as, a, as an introduction point. Y'all can continue to share your thoughts. But I, I really realize, and it isn't even just about our parents. It's about including people, including those trusted people, those mentors, those um, people within our lives to help us to be able to engage life in a more meaningful way. So for me, the way I define adulting or adulthood is learning how to better use my resources rather than feeling like I have to do things alone and independently from other people. When I can use my system better, because you can't, and I just saw this quote somewhere today, like it's better to move in numbers, it's better to move together than trying to do these things independently. So yeah, Dernik. I don't know. I don't know what else we got to say. Um, (laughs) No, I'm like, I I don't know. Y'all, the Lord been working on me on this. I'm not gonna lie. Let me let me tell y'all. Let me let me let me let me be open. So the last two months of life has been lifing, right? Um, and it has demanded that I adult on a new level, Mm -hmm. right? Let's just put it that way. Um, one of the things involving um being in a car accident and having to find a new car and all of the things that go with that. And in the process, like it's obviously been a process of dealing with the aftermath of an accident, but it's also been a process that has been challenging me in this area. And I had a very open conversation with my mom in the middle of the process. We were working out all of the, all of the logistics of the things. And I basically had a conversation with her where I acknowledged that in a way that I had responded to her previously, I was like, I, this is me desiring to be an adult fully and handle this on my own right and she was extending help to me and i was like i'm appreciative of the help but this is something that i really want to be able to manage as an adult Mm -hmm. and to me to handle it as an adult means i'm handling it on my own like Mm -hmm. i will figure it out i don't not that i'm ungrateful but i i didn't want to continue relying on other people Mm -hmm. to help me navigate through these things so Mm -hmm. i was like i will handle it Mm -hmm. and after sitting with myself and finding the ability to communicate these things to my mother you're telling me that i don't have to adult alone Mm -hmm. where not does that leave me as i've been trying to adult alone was that thinking that i was succeeding do you think like that was almost like a humbling thing for Tahir Lisa to be like, you really don't even have to adult alone? Well, uh, um, I don't, potentially humbling, but I think it also just brings balance to my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there is a level of independence that is necessary, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. falling into the other side too much, there there's this dichotomy between like, are we taking complete instruction from people mm. versus are we like consulting with those around us, mm. right? And I think I was, I think in leaning away from the taking instruction part, I was trying to go completely alone mm-hmm. versus finding the gray area, which would be the consultation place. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a place where I can hear you out and still make my own decision versus like, wanting to separate myself and do it all on my own. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, it does. Yeah. And this is something too for me that I've had to learn that because even because okay, with for me, right, I've been learning a lot in my relationship with my parents as well, in that I recognize for them I am growing, I'm developing, but that doesn't mean that they want to stop being my parents. Right. And I feel a sense of um desire to meet them where they're at in that. And not meaning 
that you are going to take full control of my life, but I still recognize that there are little pockets and little places that I want to invite them into doing life with me. And so that's for me, it looks like consultation. You know, I may not necessarily listen to every word and of advice that you're giving me. And surely enough, Angela will remind me, Lisa, I told you. She's not scared to tell me. And I'm like, okay, mom. But, you know, I, I recognize, though, that for myself, in order to try to hold this balance, um, and I'm still trying to figure out what this looks like for me, but I'm trying to keep in mind that my parents still desire to parent me, but I'm in a different phase of life. I've reached certain milestones that don't require me to behave in the way that I once did. But that doesn't mean that I have to relinquish you and remove you completely out of my life. And so, you know, that's been a growing pain for me, honestly, in trying to figure out adulting and also trying to maintain a sense of relationship and recognize what my parents' needs are, especially with my mom who is, you know, she loves to serve and loves to care. So, yeah. It's the fact that we left growing pains to come dismantle expectations and still back to growing right pains. Right back around. It never ends. It's a lifelong experience. Life, mm-hmm. lifelong I'm a lifelong learner. Yes. I truly am. <laughs> I... I think I'm at the same point as you, Lisa. Well, maybe not at the same point. I think I'm approaching that place of trying to figure out um, more of consulting and less instruction. But I think recently, because I would like, same as you, Daniil, within the last two months, life has been lifing for me um, Mm -hmm. more than I would like. Mm -hmm. And um, in the moments when I have been failing in that consultation with, with them, they have being able to give me instruction that was that has been helpful. So I think I am I am approaching that instruction consultation mm-hmm. um, idea, but it, it's still it's a work in progress. Still, mm-hmm. um, I I am not one hundred percent independent. Mm-hmm. I am definitely still seeking out mm-hmm. advice and and guidance mm-hmm. because I'm like, if this what life was, I I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I think though. It, that's exactly it is I had no clue. Yeah. And I think even in our pursuit of wanting to adult alone, it's trying to master a thing that we don't know how to master and don't realize that everyone around us also doesn't know how to master it. Yeah. Right. So our parents who we think are the like supreme adults probably are looking to other people and leaning on other people in this adulting journey as well. And so in the way that Beth highlighted, um, as we mentioned in the beginning, there is some level of like, having a healthy I don't know and recognizing that this is out of my wheelhouse, right? Like I've never done this before. I don't know. Let me lean on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the part I don't like. The fact that I still have to lean. And see, I think that this, and this Let is me, why oh, I mentioned for me <laughs> that I, this is how I, I had to be honest with myself and recognize that this was a place of pride for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and recognize, because I, because God got, the reason why I even started paying attention to this is because I started, I noticed it first in my relationship with God. And I recognize how much like in this whole adulting phase, as I am going through like all these different transitions and, and, and uh, growing pains, I, I'm tr- I was trying to maintain or trying to search for some aspect of control and i kept being like knocked down <laughs> like god honest and then you asked the question earlier about humbling i feel like i'm in a humbling process right now in my adulting experience and to your point um earlier that you were making mention with um like parents and um you know wanting desire to desire that that element of control i feel like that's an expectation that also exists mm-hmm. within like relationships with parents or um superiors in some kind of fashion that we can't um 
we can't maintain a sense of control and a sense of need at the same time. Those two things can be held together. Mm-hmm. We can need somebody, but also desire to experience mastery in the way that Daniil described it. Um, it's just that I think, and I think adulting ultimately, it it's it encapsulates those two things in a powerful way. That if we learn to do well, you you could really experience like more of like the fullness of adulting in a way that's more beneficial for our lives. So hopefully it all makes sense. You said at the center. I mean, sorry, being able to hold need and control at the same time, mm-hmm. and okay. desire for like control or mastery. Our desire. For our desire for control and mastery, or our independence, maybe is also another way of putting it. Learning to hold those two things together. And, um, in tandem and so essentially i think and i'm trying to put all the pieces together mm-hmm. that we've been talking about mm-hmm. so in summary holding this level of need and control in tandem is where we sit in the place of consultation whereas if we swing to either side of the pendulum we get instruction or isolation mm-hmm. i think so that's a good way of putting it i think so this is she good just, she just gave us a formula for consultation <laughs> This is good. No, but I think, like, this is an adulting, but I think the same things apply across the board, even when we're talking about, like, the business world, right? Yes. And someone, I don't know, in the law field, needing someone in the psychology field for something and knowing that they've hit the end of their their their, their knowing in this area, being able to consult with another, and it's that place of being able to sit in the midst of or in between um, complete instruction and isolation, mm-hmm. right? I'm not handing my job to you. I, as a lawyer, I'm not handing the job to the psychologist saying, here, do the job. Right. But also I'm not pulling away and doing it on my own because I know that I don't have the resources. I'm consulting with you and coming together to bridge this gap to make a more healthy relationship and a more healthy end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we think too, the impact that this has on like identity formation and our values, our thoughts, um, it really yields a lot of fruit when we when we going throughout like this a whole adulting experience and i think learning to hold all of those things together in tandem well they help to form our identity our values and our thoughts in a more like authentic but also more helpful way for like longevity in our lives um because i think the issue with isolation is that it doesn't promote longevity it only keeps you comfortable for a season Mm. but learning to hold these two things in tandem i think it helps you to propel forward for a longer period of time um because you have that support system. You're using your resources more like efficiently. Hopefully that all makes sense. So for me, what that looks like is like learning and unlearning some habits, um, learning how to ask for help, learning how to, when I need to take a minute and be like, wait, Gay Lisa, you have this in you though. You don't need to ask nobody for no help. Mm-hmm. So learning like when I needed to mm-hmm. reach out and when I needed yeah. to glean within myself, those kinds of things. So that helped to, that's in, I'm in the process right now of kind of figuring like what that looks like in my own identity development. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Even in this, in this, like I said, this car buying process, it's been a matter of realizing like, no, I don't want you to handle this for me. I want to handle it. But also like I get to call and say, Hey, here's what I'm looking at. Like, is this something that you agree with? What are your thoughts? Should I reconsider those kinds of things? Yes. Being able to take helpful information and apply it, but still like be able to developmentally proceed with life and not be stuck in a level of like codependency. Right? Yeah. Yes. Lisa, oh my gosh. You when you talked about that whole idea of 
do do I have it within me? That mm-hmm. is something that me and you just yeah, we did talk about talk, that. talk about maybe like last week, two weeks yeah. ago. I don't know. I was in a situation where I was like, I am very quick. I was quick to call somebody to help me because <laughs> I just didn't trust that I had it within me to know mm-hmm. to to make the next move. And immediately Lisa was like, wait think about this mm-hmm. like think about all the ideas that you could possibly come up with mm-hmm. and lo and behold I did have it within me mm-hmm. but I really it was about trusting my my own processes mm-hmm. and so I think that's a part of adulting too like yes. trusting ourselves yes. to, yeah. to know that we we have it within us to mm-hmm. be adults mm-hmm. to be grown mm-hmm. <laughs> we have it within us <laughs> but it's it's trusting ourselves and giving ourselves grace because there may be things that I really just don't know and we do need sometimes the the help and the guidance and trust in that that we can we can still reach out and get that but yeah mm-hmm. trust yourself mm-hmm. creating more awareness even with yourself like opportunities like that um and i'm i'm anticipating for you even open up some awareness for yourself to yeah. know like these are the ways that I can find resources within myself. These are the kind of questions I could ask myself. Um, looking like within, in the midst of all of that, because I think e- sliding on to either side of the pendulum too much, it gets us, um, it gets us stuck on polar sides of the pendulum. Meaning like being like dependent, being independent. I don't know what the middle word is called in the dictionary, but somewhere in a little nice sweet spot mm-hmm. is like where I. Um, where I want to, where I want to land myself as much as possible. Um, but yeah, you know, an interesting thing too, that, that opportunity also gave me the opportunity to form my own opinion. I come up with my own idea. And even within that, that was some level of independence or Mm -hmm. some level of me being able to be like, Oh, I can think, I can think through this for myself. Yes. yes. And And that was my goal for for asking those questions. So, okay. Last time y'all heard that I was conditioning her. This season, she is conditioning me. Um, We're we'll, learning from each other. We'll keep you. We'll we'll let you know how this con- continues to go. <laughs> but yeah, I I think just being able to have those opportunities to figure out things for yourself also just gives you some confidence to adult. Mm-hmm. You know. So overall, it looks like we are learning some things and unlearning some things. Mm-hmm. We are learning how to consult when we don't know. We're learning to be okay with not knowing. Um, and we're unlearning this, um, maybe this inner tendency that we have, maybe a little bit of pride in the need to be completely independent to the point of isolation. We're learning that it's okay to lean on other people because the truth of the matter is probably everyone is leaning on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, ad- adulting definitely stretches us to a different capacity, but I think it's important that we continue to discuss these things in normalizing the fact that while we all think that we are missing the mark to some degree maybe we are right where we need to be in the process of learning the different components of what it means to be an adult so thank you again for joining us um we are off to a great start for season two y'all i promise you want to stay tuned because it only goes up from here thank you (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time